studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for It's Okay, It's Not Okay. Now, on Drew Garamo Live. No idea that in just a few short months, coming to the Seminole Hard Rock Event Center, that new cool intimate room they have, Sting. Oh my God! No, is, he, is there? No. I've never been in there. There's there's room for. Wait, is it just a meet and greet? Or I'm confused. I have not been concert. in there, but I've heard it. It's a concert? Yeah. So what is it? Is it like the, is it like Sting interpreted through music? So it's like, did they like project his matches on the back of the wall and then have like a live band doing like a live interpretation of his music? Will Darby Allen be there? I don't know who that is. And I can see by your confusion that you are under the false impression that Sting the wrestler would draw a significant crowd. The icon. The iconic wrestler would draw a crowd at the Seminole. Hard Rock Event Center, but it's actually former frontman from the police, whose birth name is Gordon Sumner, uh, given the name Sting by his grandmother after she knitted him a black and yellow sweater. Okay. Okay. Made him look like a bumblebee. Yeah, I don't know where you're getting information. Uh, his name is Steve Borden. He was born uh, Steve Borden is his actual name, and uh, man, that's a that's a great room for him. I'm I'm glad that uh, good for him, man. There really seems to be a disconnect here. There is a sting in the music realm who is far richer and and far more well-known globally than any wrestler who might share his I, name. I don't know what you're trying to do here, but there's only one sting, baby, and that's, uh, that's the man in black. Okay, so... Whew, I'm flying out. And uh, they're doing a pre-sale right now, and I looked at the tickets on Ticketmaster. I don't know what these tickets include, but woo! Okay, so I, I feel as if you 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 may have spoke out of turn there. So what's this guy's name? Gordon Sumter. Sumner. Okay. Okay. Well, Sting the wrestler uh, is worth. Um, I'm not going to say it out loud, but I'm, now I'll find out what Sting this other Sting is is worth. Platinum tickets are tickets that are dynamically priced up and down based on demand. Platinum tickets are not part of VIP packages. They are tickets only. I don't know how much Sting the Wrestler would command, but with my pre-sale right now, I can get official platinum tickets for Sting for only $3,975 plus fees. Oh, man. Well, dude, I got the info right here. Sting, the Stinger, as I like to call him, King of the Stinger Splash, the Scorpion Deathlock, as well as many more. Worth $550 million. That's awesome. I mean, he's had a hell of a career. Again, for those into wrestling, I could see where Sting would mean one name only. Uh, but for the rest of us out there... It's Sting! Exactly. You go see Gordon Sumner, 
former frontman for the police at the Seminole Hard Rock Event Center. Uh, Branford Marsalis on that saxophone. Okay. Not to fire up the debate, but I think we need to fire up the debate. Who would be more noticeable in public? Sting, the real Sting, in his makeup, or this other gentleman you speak of? I don't believe. Does he wear makeup? Does, does this other guy? Does, he probably does, it, does wear makeup. It, okay. Getting old. Oh, yeah. So who would be more recognizable in public, your guy or the Stinger, in makeup? Huh. That's a really good question. I actually don't know the answer. Like, if you were to get both Stings in a food court somehow... Like you go down to the International Mall and you put you put one sting by the Hovan Gourmet and one sting uh, by the TCBY. Yeah, which sting would get recognized more? Well, the one sting, uh, let's just be honest, is going to be a spectacle. People will turn their head no matter what right. because you and have then a there's man, a wrestler, and then there's and then there's just an old man uh, who's been holding on to blonde hair for the last few decades, uh, even though it's clearly not blonde. Uh, and now I'm looking at him; he looks like uh, I don't even know what he looks like. He looks a uh, the, the he's a, he's getting on in years. Yeah, yeah, no, he is. He is. I mean, that's how does the stinger hold up so well after being in the ring, you know, for three decades? And this old prick who doesn't do much of anything, a do nothing chump, if you will, oh. looks like he's been, uh, you know, laying in the sun, you know, for. Uh, he drinks a lot of wine. You know, he's he's, he's big into the wine. Yeah. I mean, none of us are aging. No, 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 no. Prettily. Well, yeah, I mean, I, but like I said, sting the stinger. Yeah. Aging better than this other guy. How old is uh, your Sting? Uh, I think he's. Uh, hold on, I just looked up his name a couple days ago. Actually, for some strange reason, I think he is Gordon Sumner. Uh, St- uh, the Stinger, uh, the real Sting. Oh man, when I type in Sting age, it, for some reason, oh my god, Sting's only four years older than I am. He's fifty six. Mm. Is that right? There's no way. Is he really? No, he was born in fifty one. He's eighteen years older than oh. I am. For Christ's sake. Oh well, I was going to say that's sad. Seventy. Uh, the Stinger uh, is 62. Okay. Well, and, he's, and he's, I mean, he's still in the ring, okay? My Sting is 70, I mean, and he's still he's still touring. Yeah, how, how well can he swing a baseball bat at somebody's head? How well can your Sting play bass? Yeah. Does your Sting get paid every time Puffy uh, plays I Will Be Missing You? No. My Sting does. But I do think he was uh, sued for the rights of uh, uh, Seek and Destroy by Metallica because he was using it as theme song. <laughs> well, Metallica's never sued my Sting. Yeah. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. I got a tweet. Sting, Sting was never the front man for the police. That was the big boss man. Oh, that is it. So I'm just I not- like the big boss man. He had a good gimmick. Yeah. He said, uh, did you ever see uh, did you ever see the imagery? You should Google it right now because it will blow your mind. And I believe it was the last thing the big boss man really ever did in the WWE. They, <laughs> it's going to sound bad. They hanged the big boss man. They did? Yes. Was he well hung? They hunged it. They no, hung- they hang it. Yeah, no, okay, you got I him right. right. They yeah. hanged it. They hanged him. Yeah, that's right. They hanged him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just asking if he was well hung. That was his I, I so mean So that he, was the last that was his last thing. Like that's I mean, how he he ended his gimmick. And it really uh and it really shocked the world uh when when you know they did that to him because they 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 hanged him. Right. And I he, feel like you're not I feel like you're not I'm not popping the crowd. The wrestler, yeah. I believe his name is Ray Trailer in real life, the uh-huh. big boss man. Right. Uh, he was hanged in a wrestling ring from top of the Hell in a Cell. Of course. So, I mean, like, I just feel like you're not, it's not. Uh, That's very. It's, it's, you didn't look at the picture, I can tell, so I'm going no, to I'm gonna have to find it for you. I don't want to see him well hung. Oh, geez. 
Oh, I mean that's brutal, right? Yeah, that's not passing in 2022. No, they they couldn't get away. Dude, with that's that. one of those things they found in uh, that was one of the old pull downs in the NASCAR garage, as they call it. True Grab alive. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. How you doing today, buddy? Oh, man. I'm good. Uh, I've been out of town for a little bit, uh-huh. and uh, how long? Haven't been I listening think... to the show much. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I've been uh, on my boat. I just want to say, man, Drew sounds great. I'd love to talk to him because I kind of went through the same thing he did. You think he cares? I'm so impressed. You what? I'm just so impressed how he's doing. He sounds great. And you'd like to say that to him? Yes, I would, please, because I kind of went through the same thing he went through. What'd you go through? I had testicular cancer. You had what? And. My balls were rotting off in cancer, <laughs> and I uh, I got over it. Tisfler, like, I'm sorry I can't say the word, but I've been out on my boat for a few months fishing, and I just haven't listened to him. He sounds great. I just want to time that, if that's okay. It is, but before I put you on with him, you know how he is with language and stuff like that. Like if you pronounce something wrong, he's going to have his way with you. And I don't. You sound like a real nice guy, and I don't want to see that happen. Tell me what. Okay. Tell, tell you me what, know what? Tell that's, me what. Why, that's why. That's why. That's why I want to talk to Drew. Hell yeah! Oh, I got it. Right on. So I, I want. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> so I, I want you to like get the word right, the pronunciation right with me, so I can put you through to Drew. Because if you mispronounce that word, you know he's gonna, he'll go crazy. Like he'll go nut. So, uh, so, well, so, just what kind of cancer did you have that Drew also had? Testes. What, <laughs> one more time. His testes. Testicular. There you go. All right. I'm going to put you on hold. There you go. See, mis- that wasn't that hard, was it? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Slap it against the phone, big guy. All right. Hold on. I'm going to put you through to Mr. Garabo and Mr. Senning. Okay. What's your name? Uh, my name is Roger. All right. Keep your radio off, Roger, and we'll be right with you. Okay. You got it. Thanks, buddy. 727-579-1025. Uh, before we take this guy on hold, says his name's Roger, John, I want to uh, pitch today's It's Okay, It's Not Okay. It's a difficult story. And I have a genuine question for parents out there. Is it okay or not okay to have an eight-year-old as a passenger on a motorcycle? And this stems from a story out of Bradenton. By all accounts, great dad. Everybody involved with this guy said what an awesome guy Mark was, who was was a 40-year-old driving the motorcycle. Had his eight-year-old on the back or front, doesn't say. Motorcycle was headed south on 41 near 58th Avenue West, a 71-year-old Bradenton man went to make a left turn into a plaza and hit the motorcycle. Completely not the motorcycle rider's f- driver's fault. However, the driver of the motorcycle was pronounced dead on scene. Eight-year-old boy taken to a local hospital with a broken pelvis and other serious injuries. And the reason we bring it up for okay or not okay is because it could you could do everything right. You could be the safest motorcycle r- driver in the world. And still, an elderly driver, or any other driver, but it's probably going to be an elderly one, could hit and kill you and possibly kill your kid. Now, I know the numbers go up substantially when you're on a motorcycle. They, yeah. they, it is more dangerous to be on a motorcycle. That That is a given. Yeah. But I also, 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's okay because I just think that that once you are you know that is very often a part of of people's life and I'm sure that this kid uh, would have loved to ride, you know grow up and ride a motorcycle like his dad. People are into motorcycles and that's okay. People die in car accidents every single day. I think I think you know the inherent risk and and you. You have to be accepting that every time you go out on the road. You have to be accepting that even more when you put a small child on there, which hopefully he did know the, know the risk. But I just think that just the act of having a kid on a motorcycle doesn't automatically make you a bad parent. Not at all. Not at all. I also don't think it's okay to have a kid ride on the back of a motorcycle, but it doesn't make you a bad parent if you do. What's up, Roger? How you doing today, man? I feel like you and I are going to have a lot in common. Well, hello, Jerry. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. It's kind of ironic. It's 420. <laughs> it's 520. Uh, Where are you? What oh, state are you in? I'm in Florida. I just got off my boat. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the clock. Oh, uh, you, uh, you got to fix that. You got to fix that boat clock, homie. It's uh, it's 520. You went too far west. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now you guys are being comedians. Hey, Drew. That's our job. Uh, I went through the same thing you've been going through. Oh, what's that? And, uh, uh, I had the, well, you know, the ball cancer. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd appreciate if you'd refer to it by its medical term. Yeah, I mean. Okay, testicular or whatever it's called. You there? What did you just say? The testes. Testes nuts. What type of cancer did you have, Roger? I can't say it. I'm sorry. It's testicular, the balls, you know? I'm aware of what body type it is. I just, I like to speak in medical terms when we're talking about things like cancer, you know. Okay. So help me out. What's it called? I give up. What's it called? Testicular. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead, John. And I'm not, I'm not you know, I, there are a lot of words I can't say. So, you know, right. you and I are kindred spirits. Exactly. As far, Come on, man. Yeah, you no, no, no. Break. I've been on the Gulf of Mexico for like three months, and last time I heard Drew, huh? he didn't sound that great. I just got back oh, in from the Gulf, well, and he sounds great. Well, thanks. And, just, and you had cancer. I mean, I mean, yeah, seriously. Why are you yes, playing on a guy yes, with cancer? Yes. But, but just out of curiosity, when you were going through your battle with the cancer. Me? No, this, uh, this guy. Roger. Roger. Did you... In, 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 we're not pointing. We're not pointing fingers or laughing here. Has this always been a problem for you? Like when you went to go to your appointments and you had to inform other people about what type of cancer, or did you, did you just start having trouble saying it since you've been out on the boat? Great question. And you traveled back uh, headed back in time an hour. I'm uh, 59 years old, and I was uh, diagnosed about three years ago with testicular cancer, and I had one ball cut off. I had radiation and chemo, so I'm saying I know what Drew went through. Hell yeah! And I'm last Drew. Time I heard him, last time I heard him, it's me. You his can say voice you. Was kind of weak. Thanks. He was home throwing up Thanks. and weak. Thanks. And I'm just so glad he's back on the air and sounding great. That's all I'm trying. He to does, say. doesn't he? Thank you. Thanks. I I love the flashback to those painful times. That's awesome. Sorry I was so weak. Sorry it's I was going. Didn't it? Hey Drew, it sucked, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, I would think that yeah. someone who went through it would uh, would share like a little empathy and, and and appreciate the fact that I was trying to be on the radio while I was. Vomiting. No need for the fact we've been uh, you know messing with a guy with cancer for the last ten minutes. But what type of cancer? 
Uh, let me ask you this. There you go. That's close. What? Uh, it's a, it's a tough one. Hard word to say. It's a real mouthful. I'll tell you that much. Uh, when uh, hey, when I just call it nut. My girlfriend called it nut cancer. Well, that's very sensitive of her. Uh, what type of chemo? What type of chemo did you get? Did you get the platinum? No. Lucky. How is the radiation for you as opposed to chemo? I haven't had radiation yet, but I'm also not done with the cancer yet, so I might. How is that as compared to the chemotherapy? Honest question. Uh, honestly, uh, a lot of uh, vomiting and uh, nausea, uh, headaches, and just laying in bed, not closing the drapes on the boat, and, uh, oh, you know, just like just laying there going, God, please let me die. <laughs> but oh, he didn't. Good. And well, I'm, I'm glad. It's better now. And so are you, Drew. I am. I'm so glad to oh, hear you. Thank you. You sound great. You what, sound great. What have you been doing out on the Gulf of Mexico for three years? That's a good question. Fishing. What'd you get? Thongs. You say thongs? Yes, what? I did. I said thongs. <laughs> I get the feeling we're being... No, 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 I get no. the feeling. No, no. I think we're being hoodwinked. No, 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 no. This guy, he... he uh... not, hey, 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 hey. You're not being hoodwinked. <laughs> this is not Tom Brady. I'm telling you, I had testicular cancer. I've been on the Gulf of Mexico fishing. I did radiation. I did cobalt. I've been cobalt. throwing up. Oh. Sick. Yeah, cobalt. Yeah. Do know. the math on that one. Okay. And I'm just, I just want to say, Drew, you sound great. That's what I'm saying. Thank I, you. I just got back to shore. From where? The last time I heard you, you were laying in your bed, and your voice <laughs> sounded like crap. You were throwing up. And, you know, I'm just, I just want to say, hey, man, you made it. Hey, do you drink when you're out in the Gulf of Mexico? Hell yeah. Yeah. Knocked a couple back probably yeah. a little bit before making this phone call today. Nope. Little weed. I mean, as advocates for the plant, uh, we can't let weed <laughs> we can't let weed be uh, denigrated by what know. you've done to the English language. I, I'd, li- I'd like to think that if you get the right weed, it can make you talk like that. <laughs> what strain are you well, smoking? You know, actually, actually, I got three Hooters girls here, and they're like, I wanted to make a phone call to Drew DeGrabrow and say, God damn, I love you, buddy. You're back. Let me talk Bye. to one of the Hooters girls. All right, hold on. Come here. Hello. <laughs> that was funny. I swear to God, that was funny. I don't care where you're from or where you're at. That was funny. But seriously, Drew, I went through that cancer and I'm so glad to hear you back. Hey, all right. No, I, I really sounded like, yeah. yeah, but I really sounded like no, crap. Let's dwell yeah. on that more, please. No, yeah, I really what I was going to ask was, Drew sounds great, okay, yada, yada. But take us back to the last time you heard Drew. Can you really, can yeah. you really dig into that? Yeah, lean into how bad I sound yeah. and how garbage my voice was when I was trying to work through chemotherapy and be on the radio and stuff. All right. Uh, as Drew. Uh, just got back from therapy and uh, the treatment and, uh, nurses were nice, and uh, damn, singing, it's so nice to be with you on the couch. And uh, uh, you know what? I'll be back tomorrow morning, or no, I'm sorry, tomorrow afternoon, because I don't know what day it is, but uh, I'm going to make it. How's that? Pretty dead on. It was, I, I mean, pretty dead on. Yeah. Not going to lie. 
Nailed it. <laughs> All right. I love you guys, man. Clearly. Dude, take us out on the boat, big Clearly. guy. Where are you docked at? We could be there. We could be to the to the port by 630. Let me let me ask you an honest question. If you're lying about the Hooters girls, why should we believe you about the cancer? Well, the cancer? No, I didn't lie about that, and I did lie about the Hooters girls. Uh, I'm in Gulf Harbors, Newport Ritchie. I just talked my boat oh, over here about uh, Widow Fletcher's. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any cancer? Uh, this is a new bit we do on the show, the cancer quiz, where people have to prove that they had cancer. So, oh. do you have any questions that only people with cancer could answer? No. Uh, I would answers. say, uh, do where, you vomit? Where'd you go for your uh, for your chemotherapy treatments? Good one. Thanks. I went to Baycare. Baycare. Oh, I, sh- I shouldn't have said that. Why? Why because ask? I don't have insurance, and, uh, you know, I just got a friend that had a friend that had a friend. Well, you we shouldn't but have yeah. said that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the BayCare was fine. Yeah, the fact you've been getting illicit medicine yourself. and admitted to it, that would be the problem, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are crazy, man. I can't believe I called in because I just came into my boat, and I heard you, and you sound great. Yeah. Thank you. Compared to what? <laughs> All right, I gotta go, Roger. Thank you, man. Appreciate the appreciate the compliments and the horrible flashback to when I sounded awful on the radio. Thank you. What? No, no, no. You sound great now. So you. Eh, I don't focus on things like that. Sometimes you gotta get you know get down to get up. Drew Grab alive. Who are you? <laughs> Chicago Nick. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Chicago Nick. We, this show may not be for everybody, but you're you're not going to hear. This. It's good or bad that you're not going to hear this kind of stuff anywhere. Gagoots, <laughs> what the hell just happened? I don't even understand. That, that guy was a real gagoots. <laughs> that huh. was that was. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! I don't even know what to say. But I hope he's okay. Uh, but uh, can we say? Was, can we just acknowledge was, that yeah. we upgraded? John, what the, the Chicago ahead, man? Because we used to have Chicago Chuck, who I yeah. think things went sideways with all the time. Chicago Nick, very pleasant guy. Oh for yeah. The most part. yeah. Oh, he's got he's got a very anti-Chicago disposition. You're yeah. a good dude. Thank you, and I appreciate that very much. And we and we like good pizza. Hell yeah! Um, uh, now, uh, hey man, is I, it okay was, or not okay uh, to have a an eight year old kid as a passenger on a motorcycle here in Florida, where traffic is deadly? Yeah, me personally, I definitely would have to say no. And unfortunately, I knew the gentleman that passed away. Oh, he no. actually was a mechanic, and one of the I uh, wait on uh, auto shops in the Bradenton, um, Sarasota area. And unfortunately, that guy worked at uh, one of my shops. Oh, it's, man. It's terrible, man. You just please pray for the little kid that he can, you know, get, get healthy quick. But no, man, I I drive every day in my truck. <laughs> and, and I see the way I get cut off three times today. I mean, it's been, it's been nuts. I, I just, there's no way I would ride a bike nonetheless put my kid on the back of it yeah and and you could be the safest dude in the world the most protective dad do everything right helmets all that good yeah. stuff and still usually some alter cocker some old person is going to not see yeah. you and hit you and kill you or kill you or kill you and leave your kid shattered in a hospital it's just not worth yeah. it right they had helmets on. Ironic. Yeah, they did. They they had helmets on and all that. But I mean, if you, I don't know if you saw the video of it or the aftermath, but yeah, that car just came right across uh, across 14th Street and oh. just they plowed right into them, unfortunately, and Jeez. just yeah, it's pretty pretty Sucks. crappy situation. So, it is, man. Well, yeah. thanks for the insight, yeah, Chicago he, Nick. You. You got it, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Have a great thanks, day. Buddy. You too. Thanks for making it. The thing is, is that you know I have very. Uh, 
little experience with driving, being the driver with children in the car. But anytime that I ever have, it's the most terrifying thing ever. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I don't know if that changes as a parent, but I would just... And I'm paranoid, and I'm yeah. you know I'm a hypochondriac on all those things. But I I would just think, no, like, like you know what I mean. I just just knowing that it is more dangerous to be on a motorcycle, I would never make that decision. Right. I just know that that not everybody looks at life that way. True, there are those who say, look, I'm going to go sometime. Yeah. I might as well do the things I enjoy, and I don't fault them for it. Drew Grab alive, hello. Hey, this is Chicago Chuck, the real Chicago <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> I will not have my name taken in vain. John just fell fell over his chair. (laughs) Anyway. Hello? Hold on. Hold on one second. No. Anyway, uh, before before I give you my it's okay or not okay, I got a a point to make with with the, the listening audience. Guys, quit bringing up Drew's, or Drew's can- Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> you all right? Oh, my gosh. I hope that was captured on Bone TV, and I hope I get to see a replay of that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness gracious. 727-579-1025. That was not a mild spill. No, that was a... That was... Th- that, you ate that hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you grab alive. How can I help you? Hey, um, this is Tim. Hey, Tim. Um, it's definitely not okay. <laughs> not okay to have an eight-year-old kid on the back of a motorcycle. Yeah, you meant you mentioned a story maybe about like eight years ago on Christmas Day. Oh wow! Where the guy took his son that's eight years old, <laughs> took him on um, scuba diving, and they both ran out of air. Oh yeah, the uh, those, oh the Hell's Hole, or the whatever, Devil yeah. Springs or Devil yeah. Hills or whatever it was. So I kind of put this on the father. I feel bad about saying that, but yeah. both those fathers were bad when doing the same thing. Like, well, I don't have the same correlation, but. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I mean, I've obviously I said what I said back then, and I'm not going to walk it back because I said it. Uh, but I, I, I hesitate to use the term bad now. It's just we all have different. Sets of criteria. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I don't even know how I did that. How? What did I? What happened? I don't know. I just saw you start laughing, and I saw you go ass over elbows. I don't, I don't even. I don't even know. And then, and then you didn't couldn't see it because I fell. But my leg, I had my foot. There's like a bar down here, yeah. And my foot was tucked in the bar, so it was like my leg was being bent over the chair, and I was hanging upside down. Yeah, it was like the big like boss, 50 man. Cent. <laughs> Somebody, so I put up a photo of us in the studio today on the Drew Grab Alive Facebook page. And this guy, Mark, left a comment that said, you guys ever go out to the Gulf of Mexico for three months to recover from your testosterone cancer? <laughs> All right, hang on. If you're